Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children, 18 years or older, welcome to Two Guys in a Car with a City Boy. Damn it, Dale, we've done it again. We're too damn good. I'm Gene. I'm Dale. And we are here. Another week. What week in a row is it? Well, we broke our streak twice. Yeah. Because Dale got sick twice. <laughs> got the black lung pop. Who gave you all those sick days anyway? I don't know. The people demand us every Wednesday. And you go and fuck it up every time. Yep. Uh, we're dropping oh, F-bombs. I, we're, we're recording this episode on video. And we're dropping For legal F-bom- purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so let nobody know that we are... Fucking stoners, all right. We're yeah, not we're doing not. Drugs. We're not high at all. But uh, so we've actually recorded. We got video of this episode. You can find it on our socials at Unhinged Pierce on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Wolfex Biker on Instagram. Which you can never really find him on there. But you'll you'll see this video and you can watch it. But I'm gonna have to go through and put a lot of bleeps in here every time we're Bleep. dropping f bombs because you can't put that on the socials. You can too on Facebook. Hey man, I'm friends with bosses and parents and teachers' parents and parents of parents of teachers and stuff. Yeah, I'm in the PTO. <laughs> <laughs> you mean PTG, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, golf tournament. All right, Dale. Would you uh, flip through that CD book there? I should have grabbed a CV book. He flipped it. <laughs> I mean, this is a podcast. It Don't worry about the video. All right, so what do you want me to do? Just grab my laptop. Do what you play? always do. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. There you go. That's what the people want. That's what they come for. Flip. And uh, hit play there on the uh, CD player. There. <laughs> I think I did it on purpose. What did you turn so. it down for? So did I? Yeah! My balls oh, did Whoa! <laughs> that boner. <laughs> hit, the, hit the volume button way up there. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, The Battle of Los Angeles. What year did this album come out? Dale. 1999. 1999. I was- what a good time for music though yeah i mean wow. that whole period 90s early 2000s so you got backstreet boys you got nsync and britney spears and then you've got rage against the machine yeah look at all your options you can be in the pop section we are literally a walking talking jukebox you know a jukebox has everything in it 
Oh yeah, well if your car is pretty much a, a jukebox of music, yes. On wheels. <laughs> With gas. Yeah. Well, two different types. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, 1999, so I know for a fact that I was 11 years old when yeah. you were. It feels weird saying I was 11 in 1999. I know, right? You're gonna think this album just turned 20 years old in July. Ah, because think about that. I always feel like I was 11 in 2004 or 2002 or whatever, but that's yeah. when I was in my later teens. And it's like when I say I was 11 or 10, I mean, I've got a daughter that's eight years old. I know. You got a boy that's eight years old. And to think that in a couple of years, they're going to be 10 and 11. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird for me, man. I don't, we are now the old men. Kind of. Damn it. We're middle aged. We got to think, like, my dad, you know, when I was like eight years old, my dad was like, I don't know, like 30 something. So it's kind of like right there at our age and their age. And I used to be like, oh, you old fuck. Yeah, we switched places. Weird. <laughs> We're they on the other said, side. They always said, yeah, cherish the time you have now because it'll go quick when you get older. And son of a bitch, if it did not happen. Yeah, it sure did. So my first introduction to Rage Against the Machine was an obvious one. That's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. With uh, I remember playing the hangar and Rage Against the Machine song come on all the time Gorilla Radio which is on this is this Gorilla Radio this yeah. is it as soon as I hear this opening part I'm immediately grinding kick flipping over half pipes oh I thought you meant grinding <laughs> <laughs> my Brand mom booty <laughs> mom come here what are you doing son I'm practicing my grinding but uh, no I remember you know this is where you fucking grind over the airplane where you get the helicopter to fall from the fucking roof yeah and grind over the helicopter it takes off that shit was you know opens fuck. up the uh, hidden area there in the hangar the gorilla right when this track came on is when i was going to put together my best combo <laughs> took a big drink there <laughs> no i was just thinking about yeah i thought you were about to say something like real serious like my first like introduction to season boobs Nope. Nah. Video game. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh god. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me, alright. Alright. Uh, but uh yeah, Rage Against the Machine, dude, like they were my dad liked them a lot. Like I said, dude, if it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't know none of this shit. We cried, Dale. Pull those tears back. My dad! This is what you were listening to when he's beating your ass. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Gorilla Radio! Ah! <laughs> Quit hitting me, Dad! And he would say, turn that shit up! Yeah. Make turn it louder. I can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like having to see the blood. Nah, but see, yeah, so I was listening to it, like, at a young age. And I was, like, really... I never owned nothing. Uh, but then my little brother became best friends with this one guy named Bobby. We call him Boob. And we would go hang out with them, and they were all into skateboarding and all that shit. But his dad was, Rage Against the Machine was his favorite band. And he was always playing it. I was like, man, dude, that shit's cool as fuck. So ever since then, dude, I've just been a fan. So eight years old. Battle of Los Angeles. Is this their first album? Third album. Third album. Uh... Debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. Outbeat Mariah Carey made her go to number two. Think about that for a damn rock and roll band. I wonder what Mariah Carey album that was. It had to be like 
the one before the movie Glitter came out. Because Glitter came out in like 2000, 2001, which was a big fucking flop. And then she had already had the really good hits in like 96 and 97 and stuff like that. I don't even remember like Millennium Mariah Carey, honestly. I remember 90s Mariah Carey, but not 2000 and after. No, not really. I remember the glitter shit, but that's really all I remember. And then whenever like you go back on like VH1 pop-up video and stuff, and they'll actually show you a video from like early 90s Mariah, I'm like, oh, that was Mariah? Like, oh, okay. Can't stop us now! Oh, hell! And I also, my second introduction into Rage Against the Machine, because I heard Gorilla Radio on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, and then I had Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock. Oh, yeah. And I was playing, you know, going through the career mode, and then Tom Morello comes out, and I was like, who's Tom Morello? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know Tom Morello of the as the guitar player of Rage Against the Machine. And the noises he can make with a guitar is just I mean, unreal. He can get the high squeaks. He got. He's got the sound effect, and he hits his pedals like so fast. He's fast on the pedals, you know. It's fucking crazy. Is this considered hard rock, rock and roll? This is still considered at that time in the '90s, new metal. New metal. We well, gotta think. New metal was like rap metal. So like corn, like slip. New metal definitely is a damn giant variety of bands and music. But yeah, it's considered rap metal. So you got Jack DeRocha, you know, spitting his rhymes. But then you got heavy guitar, good deep bass, and hard country rap, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, for being rap rock. Zach D. LaRocca is fucking incredible, dude. And when did, uh, well, it's, it's kind of obvious. I think the whole world knows. Rage Against the Machine has announced a reunion. Finally. Finally, 2020. They're going to get back together and do a couple of shows. We don't know if it's a whole North American tour. What you say, what you say, what you say, what? Or if it's just, you know, like playing one or two shows in L.A. or whatever. But well, I, I know that they are confirmed for uh, they're confirmed for Coachella. And then I think they do have four or five shows in like the L.A. area in California. Not sure if they're going to make it to the East Coast. Highly I'm just thinking, like, like, me and Boob was talking a couple days ago about this, and we were, like, talking about old videos and their old concerts, and people fucking, like, writing at their shows back then. Think about now and how the revolution has changed in the last 20 years. A lot of angry people. That's what I'm saying. So back then the shows would be rioting and... People setting shit on fire, fucking everything. Think about a rage show now. Do you think it would be as crazy and as polit- like politic, whatever? Politicized. Yeah. Or do you think nowadays with all the damn security and all this other bullshit, it would have to be calm? I still think it's going to be wild. I think it would be calm, honestly. I mean, most shows... Like a bomb? Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Like a Which is a track on this album. If you haven't really been introduced to Rage Against the Machine, we highly recommend you go out and get some CDs or, you know, add them to your digital media library and listen to them 
because their message is deep and heavy. You know that there we are in control of the government and the society we live in. Yeah. If we the take machine. Yeah. that's the machine. If we rage against the machine as one, we are in total control. And that doesn't mean hurt, kill, or harm. No. And that's not what they that's not what they promote. They don't promote violence. No, they're, they they're, promote inequality, man. It's like they promote inequality. That's awful. Well, what do you mean? We want to be equal, not well, Okay, no, that's what I meant. Everybody <laughs> wants to be equal. Everybody to be themselves, man. They don't want to be controlled. Right. Right, right. You don't want to promote inequality, old boy. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Sorry. Get your shit together. Damn it, Dangerdale over here gets off subject. They're activists. They are. They they can be. Now, they've been out of the scene for quite some time. Well, you got to think, all right? So, really, their last show is, like, in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Uh, Then they went on, like, a good... I don't know, seven years. Then they played a show. Uh, then they went off and did their own stuff. You got to think. Everybody in Rage did uh, Audio Slave with Chris Cornell. Rest in peace from Soundgarden. You know, his, his death anniversary wasn't too long ago. No, it wasn't. And uh, somebody's doing a documentary about him. I just saw. That'd be cool. Yeah, um, fuck. I saw who was paying for it, but I can't remember who's paying for it. Probably Netflix. No, no, no. It was a celebrity. Oh. Uh, a pretty famous oh, actor is yeah, paying uh, to get the, the movie done. I can't fucking remember his name. I just read it yesterday. You know they say people that have uh, memory loss are actually really smart. Yeah. Liar! <laughs> I think I'm in good standing. I gotta do some more of those brain tests. Yeah. <laughs> what? But, no, I really liked the audience. Brad Pitt. Yeah, that's it. Damn. My boy Pitt. I knew it was somebody famous. I was like, well, I don't know. But yeah, I've always talked about doing a uh, Audio Slave episode here on Two Guys in a Car with CD Book. Because yeah. I knew Audio Slave before I knew Soundgarden. Because they, they did the group Audio Slave when I was in middle school and late, early high school. Well, you got to think. Soundgarden came out in, like, 92. Yeah, but I didn't listen. But you never I heard, like, Black Hole Sun? I'm sure I did, but I yeah. didn't know, like, oh, that's a Soundgarden song. I didn't go out and, like I said, man, I didn't, the CDs I had, I had, like, six of them. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't get introduced to a lot of music until, or even, I didn't pay attention to music until middle school and high school. So I had like six years, seven years there where I was just like, oh, that's who that is. Oh, that's what that was. Oh, that's what, it was. you know, I I saw it on a video game and it was just background music. I wasn't focused on it. Yeah. Well, see, I liked Audio Slave a little bit, you know, but I liked Soundgarden. I wasn't a giant fan. Chris Cornell's got a good voice, but it's... I don't know. I respect it, but I'm not like a huge fan. I've never listened to a Soundgarden CD from front to back and been like, I love it. Well, I mean, I like Black Hole Sun. I like Spoon Man. Uh, and then they went and they had another side project back in the 90s with uh, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Going hungry. Oh, that was Chris Cornell and him. Rage Against the Machine, though, right, once Zach left, so they did Audio Slave, then he went and did his own band called uh, One Day is a Lion. Never heard of it. Oh, dude. Fucking fat. 
Is it kind of like the same style as Rage or? Sort of. It's got his still his rap, but it's like rap alternative rock. Instead of like Tom Morello's guitar, it's like regular guitar. It's still good though. Oh, okay. Well, Tom, Tom Morello is impressive to watch. Now, he was doing a bunch of festivals over the summer called the, I think it was the Tom Morello Band or... Something like that. Yeah, he was solo. Yeah. Almost like how Buckethead was. Yeah, where he's up... He had a singer, but... Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, and he was playing music and stuff. Um, yeah, I remember seeing in the videos there was a singer on stage, but his pedal board is just outrageous. Dude, I know, yeah. Like 30 pedals on one board, man. He's stomping them all like crazy. And he plays, that's how I want to play my guitar. If I ever get one that size is to wear it high up. He has it so high up, you know. It's like sitting on his chest almost. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's unreal. Like, I remember like even watching live shows, but uh, music videos too. Uh, Just, it's their their presence and the meaning that they have behind the band. It's something else, dude. It's like, they're almost one of a kind. And I know that there's a bunch of anti-government bands out there. System of a doubt. But their sound... Yeah, see, look. All right. Rage Against the Machine, their sound is their own. It's unique. System of a Down has their own sound. It's unique. And there are a lot of bands that, like, mimic and imitate. But, you know, they were the first to do it. Yeah, no, I definitely love their message. And there's a ton, a ton, a ton of Rage Against the Machine songs. That when you go and f- seek out the lyrics, you know, listen to the music with the lyrics, just like this, Sleep Now in the Fire. My favorite song off the album. Of this one. Yeah, because it's just, just fucking here. Pop. It just makes you just want to fucking slap with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking tight, but it, I always highly suggest, the, you know, that's why I love, and I say it a hundred times, I love CDs because of the book. Yeah. Get the book, you open up the lyrics, and you have a moment yourself listening to what they created, you know, and just detach yourself from society for a little bit. Yeah. And and get into the music and the CD book, and it just like all comes together, you know. Oh, I, I got a fun fact for you. I do remember this, actually. I, I remember this happening. Do you remember, I don't know, the 2000 MTV Music Awards? All right. Rage Against the Machine was nominated, and they won uh, Best Rock Video for Testify. Then they they performed, and then damn uh, Cumberford, I guess he's I think he's the bass player, went on that giant uh, TV or whatever, climbed it, climbed it, yeah. and like they had to get security and everything, and like dude, they've been banned from MTV ever since. The bass player climbed I think, it. I think so. I'm, I remember when Will Ferrell was on stage and somebody ran on stage and climbed a scaffolding at one of the MTV. Yeah, yeah, it was a bass player, Tim Cumberland, yeah. Okay. He was up there shaking it and shit. Him and his security guard actually had to spend a night in jail because of that shit. Damn. Because I mean, anything could have happened. He could have fell and died. He could have. And then right after that, I think, yeah, they broke up. Damn. Right after that. So they broke up early 2000s? Yeah, so I guess this is the last album. Must have been. 99. Yeah. I'm sure there's been like in the bio. I'm sure there's been like best ofs and stuff. Have you did you ever get a chance to see him in concert? No, me neither. Sadly, I never did, but uh, that's what I'm trying to find. The uh, 2004, 2005 was Christmas, and that's when I was really getting into like, anti politics and all this other shit. They, uh, my parents, the rentals bought me. Uh, the I don't know if it's the last Rage Against the Machine show. 
But it was a whole concert of Rage Against the Machine that had bonus documentary shit, interviews, and all that stuff. Dude, that live show was fucking intense. Uh, so that was the closest I ever got, really, but I've never got to see him. Uh, if I was just born a little earlier. I know, right? We're back to like 93 Lollapalooza. Damn. That's what I, yeah, dude. Not, I mean, there's been festivals that had Tool, Rage Against the Machine, System of a Down, Corn, uh, Lincoln Park, all on one fucking bill. You yeah, know? dude. Like, golly. That's what I'm trying to find. Uh, let's see if I can find it. I want to know the 93 lineup from Lollapalooza. And all this, all this like, that sounds like a DJ mixing a turntable is Tom Morello on the I guitar. Now why? And he just does it like just so easy. Oh you know? yeah. Well, it's that's like what I was saying. Thing. He has his guitar guitar so high up on his chest, and then you got players like Slash that have it down below their waist. You know? Yeah. It's just insane. And uh, Adam D from Killswitch has his really high up also. That he does. He always does. Yeah. So I think I think that's how I'd have to wear mine if I ever started practicing standing up. But I only sit down. Bam, sit down bam, to pee. Bam, sit yeah. down to play guitar. Who doesn't do that? <laughs> it's just easier cleanup, you know. All right, dude. Yeah. So '93 Lollapalooza, dude. Primus, Alice in Chains, Fishbone, Arrested Development, Tool, Rage Against the Machine, man. And that was it, really. Damn. You gotta think now Lollapalooza nowadays is like awful. All right, let's see. It's all bands I don't know. Wow. Yeah. All right, so we went from it being alternative, heavy rock music. 2018 Lollapalooza was The Weeknd, Bruno Mars, Jack White, Travis Scott, Artist, Arctic Monkeys, a bunch of fucking shit-ass bands. Yeah, that music wow. I really... I mean, Bruno, I'm down with. You know that. And I'm down with Travis Scott, actually. I do like him. He's a rapper. He's not bad. I yeah. do like I know him. who he is. Uh, and I love The weekend. The weekend is great. Now he's like Michael Jackson but reborn. I'm, not, I'm thinking Lollapalooza, you know. You think of that, you think of them, hell yeah. Heavy, hard rock alternative shit. Well, that's why there's so many heavy metal festivals now, you know. Rock on the Range, Epicenter. Well, well, I guess if you look at it, Lollapalooza is still an alternative festival. I mean, they got Jack White and The weekend all in one bill. I something. Jack White's not bad either. I do though. I do. I've always liked their message of you know, don't just accept society for what it's giving you. Demand what you expect society to give you. Yeah. I mean, you work for it. You're a part of it. Be in it. Be active. You know, don't just settle and sit That's behind it, the scenes. Dude. I mean, dude, we all believe the same. Do we? I think so. We do. What does what does money have to do with anything? We're all we're all humans, man. Yeah, we all deserve a chance. That's right. And this That's, is our chance. This is our chance. So if y'all wanna uh, hit us up on the social media. Uh, donate Venmo <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. We've got some nice pictures of Dale up there and uh, someone in my birthday suit. You can find out what a microphone will really cover. Yeah. I got a microphone for you. Hey. Speaking it. <laughs> Mic check one, two, one, oh, two. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to go get nasty on it. I gotta do something. 
Let the music play sometimes. Hello? It's dramatic. Yeah, you don't have to keep speaking over it. Now, he's talking now look, we're in the back. Dale, they're trying to listen to the music here. Well, well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus stripped there and raped the spirit he was supposed to nurture. They came out of his mind. I can't do it. I tried to. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you're not terrible. But you know Zach De La Rocha? He was, uh, he was on a song with, um, if you guys ever listen to Run the Jewels, I, re- I recommend Run the Jewels. They're pretty fucking good. And they had a song with Zach on there that was really fucking heavy about pr- police brutality against uh, POC, people of color. That fucking song is heavy, dude. About uh, Trayvon Martin and um, others, other POCs that have been fucking yeah. just taken advantage of. And the uh, song has a great fucking message in it. Well, see, damn, see, I forgot all about this. There was an actual band that Tom Morello did and everybody from Rave did called Prophets of Rage. Oh, that was with the guys of uh, Cypress Hill. Yeah, they went on tour two years ago. Yeah, I forgot all about that. They even put out new music. Yeah, I never. It's a nice fun fact. I forgot all about it to be honest. I never listened to it, and I I saw Cypress Hill in concert once. It's like Cypress Hill concert. Yeah, hits from the bomb. I fucking love that shit. But uh, they did Cypress Hill songs, they did Rage songs, and then they had their own songs that they did. It's the best of both worlds. I know back in the day when I was getting hit, Cypress Hill was cool to listen to. I mean, they were almost like Rage. Almost the same type of lyrical sense, I guess, really. Kind of. Maybe. They were all political and wanting the best for everybody, yeah. yeah. I only know the one song. They're all about smoking a reaper, though. But you know, they do remind me of one band though from like the 60s and 70s. Uh, and I, I do think that they were highly influenced by them. There's a band called MC5. And Rage Against Machine actually did a cover song of Kick Out the Jam. I know that song. Yeah. I know Rage's version. Yeah, so the band MC5 did it first, you know. Kick Out the Jams, motherfucker! God, man, no, when that came on. I don't say motherfucker. Yeah, that's what they said, dude. No fucking shit. It was uh, the 60s. Yeah, that's how it starts. And, man, see, I always, when I was growing up listening to Rage Against Machines version, I thought that was them. I did too. Until later on, I found out there was another band that did it, and I was like, damn. In, the, uh, in this CD book for the Battle of Los Angeles by Rage Against the Machine, on the very last page, they have a ton of different uh, websites that you can go to to sign up to like be an activist 
They have uh, Unite, UniteUnion.org, Friends and Family of Mumi Abu Jamal, International Office of the Leonard Pelter Defense Committee, Rock for Choice, Fairness and Accuracy in Reporting, the National Committee for Democracy in Mexico, Women Alive. I mean, there's there's six fucking more of all websites you can go to to be an activist and help See, fight for equal cool. rights all across the fucking world. That's cool, man. If just more people were out there fucking promoting it like that in their CD book, like not, people are too scared nowadays. Look, you know, even Tom Morello's wearing a hat for Unite. Yeah. It's like, it's like they're not afraid to use their position of reaching the masses for good. I mean, What's fucking wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. I don't see it. Nothing wrong with singing about wanting to party and get fucked up. And also nothing wrong with singing about fucking standing up and fighting for what's wrong. Rock the vote! Yeah. I mean, that's it. Especially like just nowadays. I feel like people were afraid, and they were one band that just did not give a fuck. They didn't want to be hidden. They didn't want to hide behind the shadows of the big businessman. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid to speak of nowadays. And, and you got to, in a sense, you have to watch your fucking mouth, or it can shatter and ruin you if you say the wrong your thing. Your career, your life, everything. Chance to get a home auto loan and stuff. Anything. Yeah. And that's sad that we have to live in a... I can't really say that. It is sad that that is going on, but... That's just... That's how it is today. Freedom of speech, but not freedom of consequence. That's right. Gotta, you know, there are consequences for the shit you say. You, you gotta... Think about the consequence before you fucking put it out there. And I never do. No, that's why you're always, like, sending dick pics and... Yeah, I'm always in trouble. <laughs> you always, always in the doghouse. You're always sending them to me. I'm like, I've got enough. <laughs> one more. Okay, one For more. For time's sake. <laughs> look at my ball. <laughs> Does this look normal? Is this bump okay? <laughs> Ask your doctor, man. I don't know why your anus is bleeding. <laughs> All that bleach. <laughs> yeah. You've been listening to another thrilling, adventurous, and in this episode, Fight for Your Right episode of Two Guys in a Car with a CD Book. You can reach me on Instagram, on Facebook, or on Twitter, at Unhinged Pierce. I'm Gene. You can reach my co-host here, Dammit Dale. Dammit Danger Dale. That's right. Wolf X Biker Instagram. We, uh, we appreciate every single one of you that listens to us, shares us with your friends, uh, calls in, leaves us messages. Hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear. Any comments, questions, corrections, or concerns. I'm Gene. I'm Dale. Later. Peace.